Friday, February the 4th. Wall Street overnight, obviously, down 500 points. The futures this morning down 78. And our market went down 21, is up 17 this morning. So we've completely ignored it. What happened in the US, obviously, was Meta platforms or Facebook to you and me down 26.4% after results. Anyone got a, a reason why they were so bad? Yeah, so the numbers themselves weren't so bad. It was their outlook competition coming from TikTok. TikTok, yes, that was the one. First time Zuckerberg ever mentioned the name TikTok in the meeting. And another point that I saw was Apple changed their privacy policy, which allows users of Apple devices to block ads. Meta gets about 97% of its revenue from ads. So that is a bit of an issue for them there. Right. Okay. Good. Other things in the US, Snap dropped 40% on the back of the Meta platform stuff and then is up 26% in after. Is it? I've got around. It dropped 26 and it's up 40. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, was down 26 in normal trade yep. and then has bounced 40% in after hours trade on results. Stocks like pin interest were down 10%. But the main thing overnight, which is possibly partly why we're bouncing, is Amazon was up 18% or something in after hours trade on results. And it's beginning to look like the meta problem is a meta problem, not a tech sector problem. So our market doing very well and our tech sector doing pretty well as well. And we've had a few results. We'll come to that in a minute, Tom. So that dead cat bounce was more looking like a, a dead cat bounce. Uh, first thing this morning, until you look at the market today, it's going to look like a continued bounce. A few other things. Bank of England raised rates for the second time, and that's the first time they've done two on the trot since 2004, which sort of confirms interest rates globally are bottoming. And there was a suggestion in the Bank of England commentary that the pandemic is sort of passed through and the economy is strong, rising inflation, jobs market okay, Omicron, they're over it and the world is moving on. So it may well be one of the themes for this year, and we'll get to themes for this year, but one of the themes for this year might be pandemic over. European Central Bank also more hawkish than before, and they too are filing in behind the Fed with concerns about the inflation risk, they said, was tilted to the upside. Fed speak overnight was a talking about a gradual rise in rates, but the market's still looking for, bond market's still looking for three or four rate rises this year. Although Yellen was saying that inflation should peak by year end, not peak, the rate of inflation should uh, slow. slow by year end. And there was also some suggestion I read of Yellen saying that the word transitory for the inflation outlook had been a mistake. The RBA, there is some suggestion, I'm, I'm not sure what newspaper or other had it, that the, there will be a rate hike by June in Australia and that rates here will be 1% to 1.5% by December 2023. I imagine that was some strategist or something. And Brazil put their rates up by 1.5%. Right, that's about that for overnight markets. Um, market behaving quite well. I think banks are up and resources lagging a little bit. And Tom, main things this morning in the Australian market. It is all about results. Again, REA Group, News Corp and Janice Henderson posting numbers. REA up on a strong result, dividend up 30%. It did point to the federal election and possible regulatory changes from that as something that could hurt listing volumes going forward. Has also come off a bit uh, with its status as a tech company, but overall a positive set of numbers. Uh, it was up 3.3% 
and one of the comments in the statement was expects favorable conditions to continue in 2022. So that's pretty good. Share price had a big fall. Looks like it might bounce now. News Corp, a big beat on earnings. Management had glowing remarks to say about the result. The biggest quarterly profit number ever. Rupert would be happy. And it was also one of Henry's picks at the start of the year. So well done, Henry, for pointing that one out. Share, uh, share price up 5.5% this morning. Janice Henderson down slightly. Operating expenses blew out and net outflows surprised to the downside. Statement on monetary policy out at 11.30. Not expected to have any surprises. We'll get some more numbers about the bank's economic outlook. We already got some of that on Tuesday. Going to be pretty ho-hum stuff. And no need to be concerned about the US job numbers. Even though non-farm payrolls are expected to fall, the Fed has said they're effectively operating as if it's maximum employment, which means they are pretty much only concerned about inflation. And if you invested $10,000 in Dogecoin one year ago, how many Aston Martins would you have today? Well, I'm going to guess six. No, none, zero. Why? Because <laughs> it's gone down. Right, moving on. Chris, anything on technical front today? Yeah, ALX, Atlas Arteria was a stock that I took a look at this morning. Similar to Transurban, manages toll roads, does it in France, Germany, and the US. It's a price maker. We know that in a high inflation environment, the ability to pass on price hikes to consumers is pretty important. The chart looks really good. Needs to break through $7, but has all the elements that I like to see. Other technical stuff, the banks have just printed some buy signals. RSI buy signals, that's Bank of Queensland, NAB and Westpac. So that makes for interesting reading. And on the uh, trend following front, BHP, Champion Iron, Fortescue and Rio, all in my 3MA buys this morning. So iron and miners are looking good from a chart perspective. What's on the agenda for me? The call next Tuesday on Ausbiz, the trade next Friday. I've got a NAB webinar coming up and then I've got a chart chat coming up on the 18th as well. So a bit on the docket for me. In you terms don't of stop, Chris, I'm the new Henry. Sorry, everyone. I'm the new Henry. Oh, that's a bold statement. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, you haven't added any technical trades today despite those buy signals? There might be one coming at lunchtime, so keep an eye out for that. Right. Okay. Can't tell people ahead of time. Good. Leighton, broker stuff? Westpac on their results yesterday. The average target price is 16.5% above the current price. Henry, I loved Henry's take today. I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute, but uh, Henry, what's in Henry's take today? I won't steal your thunder then, Marcus, if you're going to talk about it. I wrote an article today about the banks and the machine that they are and despite all the snipes from the fintechs, the tyros, the squares, the all the people trying to take a chunk of their business, these guys still make huge amounts of money and the Royal Commission was just a blip. And we saw yesterday Westpac's first step towards some rehabilitation with the market. And there are a few brokers starting to warm to that rehab, although it is still trading at quite a big discount, ANZ and NAB. It probably deserves it for the time being, but the cost cutting, I think, was kind of crucial there. So that, that is a positive. Also wrote on the UK. So there's this huge amount of stuff happening in the UK at the moment. And some of those things that are happening uh, happened back in 87. And there's a remarkable amount of uh, similarities. So I just wanted to point that out to people. But certainly the rate rise last night, half a percent, up to half a percent from the Bank of England, that's two in a row, and there's more to come. They're moving up their inflation numbers as well. And more importantly as well, there's a 54% rise in energy prices happening on the 1st of April, coupled with a tax increase. And the government there is actually loaning you the money to pay for the energy price increases, and then you can pay it back over five years. So they've started their own afterpay, effectively. So that's quite interesting. But uh, central banks going their own way at the moment. Apart from that, looking to sell some Karoo, and they've had a fabulous run. We've doubled our money in that one. Want 
wanted 208, they're now below two bucks, can't sell them at that price. But the market is remarkably resilient and it really is the Amazon, Snap and Pinterest numbers that have turned that around. Thank you. And also in the newsletter day, everyone will see the diary. We've got a lot of results, but the results season really cranks up next week. Uh, CBA, Telstra for the main ones, but loads of others as well. Right. Question of the day today is when we get to the end of 2022, what will have been a theme that made or saved you money? So this is like those post-it notes. You really wish someone at the end of the year, you wish someone had posted this on your screen on January. January the 1st, and it would have made investments so simple. So what theme, when we get to the end of 2022, would have made or saved you money? Buy energy, nice and simple. Some analysts talking about oil prices going to 120. Ben? Avoid consumer discretionaries. They've had their pandemic pop and they're not going to be able to repeat it. Tom? Not trying to go hard on tech. High interest rates are just going to be a big headwind for the year ahead. Right. Uh, Henry? Get used to volatility and use it as an opportunity. Don't panic on the lows or get greedy on the highs. Right. Theme for the year. Stick this post-it note on your screen at the end of the year. Value will outperform growth, which is another way of saying people are going to get fed up of getting burnt in high-flying stocks and they will gravitate back to normal investment themes, looking at how expensive or valuable a stock is rather than buying stocks with no profit. So go boring. Very good. Right. That's about that. I've put Henry's stuff on the banks in a separate article, if we can bung that on socials to members and that sort of thing. So I think that's a great article. And also that I've had a few more updates on the retirement article that has been updated and is on the main article section of the website again today. And that I think is about that. I'll be back with the weekend email tomorrow. Thanks very much, everybody. And see you Monday. Thank you.